Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's uh, get to our guest. It's always our pleasure. We can welcome in a Hall of Famer, former congressman as well. Steve Largent joining us on behalf of Southern Recipe Small Batch. It is Pork Rind Appreciation Day. And any day that ends in Y, Steve, is uh, is a day for us to celebrate pork rinds. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Thank you. Steve, have you gotten caught up in the Deion Sanders stuff or, or not so much? Wait, and did you play against Deion or did you I miss did. it? Uh, the, the beginning of his career was the end of my career. And uh, so I think I played against him once in Dallas. Uh, but that was, you know, well, I don't know if I played against him in Atlanta or not. But anyway, I, play, I know I played against him in Dallas. Uh, and he, he was just, you know, he was incredible. What are your memories of going up again? Did he cover you? Uh, sure he did. Yes, he did. Um, well, he was incredibly fast, but he was also very smart. Hmm. And that's a real lethal combination for a defensive back uh, in the NFL anymore. As a, guy, a guy can be fast and dumb, and he doesn't hurt you at all. But a guy that's fast and smart, uh, he, can, he can make it a long day for you. What kind of coach big picture do you think he's going to be? Do you think he could sustain this early success? I think he can. Um, you know, I, I watched his career in coaching. Uh, Although while it's been a relatively short career, uh, it's been a very successful one. And uh, so I think he, I think he has his players' attention. Uh, I think he's commanded their respect, and uh, I, I think he knows the game as well as anybody that's ever played it. So uh, he, he can coach those guys up and uh, put together a game plan. I, I think he's got some good help. Uh, with him, uh, with the coaching staff, uh, but but the bottom line is, is he he knows how to lead, and and uh, that's so important in 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 any football arena, but uh, certainly in college football. The Hall of Famer Steve Largent, former wide receiver, former congressman, joining us on behalf of uh, Pork Rind Appreciation Day and Southern Recipe Small Batch, also doing great things with the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, but Steve, did you have coaches who tried to use this bulletin board material? Did it work for you? And who was the best at it? <laughs> well, Chuck Knox was always the guy that uh, I, I felt like got us prepared for every single game, and uh, he kind of was old school. Uh, but you know, he knew how to you know throw around the the, the f bombs and <laughs> and uh, everything else uh, to to get team our team fired up, and and we were uh, and we played very well under Chuck. And I think it was it had a lot to do with his leadership. 
Um, and, and I think it had a lot to do with the fact that he drafted Kurt Warner <laughs> as a star <laughs> running back. Steve, you were a bit of a villain in my house growing up, I have to be honest, because I'm from Philadelphia. My dad's favorite player was Harold Carmichael, and, of course, you had to beat his consecutive streak. We were doing some pre-show research. You basically led every receiving category in the league when you retired in 1989. Uh, what do you think of all these guys with these gaudy numbers now? I mean, would you have just thrived in today's pass-heavy game? I, I think I would. Uh, but, you know, the, the deal is is that, you know, it was a completely different game uh, when I played. Uh, you know, the, the, the game plan was never to throw, you know, 50 or 60 passes in a game. It was to throw, you know, 20 or 30 passes and then run the ball, you know, three yards of a cloud of dust was the, the old saying. And we tried to do that. Uh, every team tried to do that. Uh, it was only when you're in trouble that you had to throw the ball a lot. And uh, so, you know, the statistics, uh, they, they don't say everything about, you know, the game as we once played it. And, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, I think if I were playing today, uh, that I would have good statistics. <laughs> How do you think, of, what, do you compare yourself, <laughs> DK Metcalf, obviously, physically, is quite a different receiver than you are as far as oh, yeah. great Seahawks receivers. Yeah, yeah, DK's a man. I tell you, I, I was up there uh, last weekend and watched him play uh, the Rams, and DK is just, I mean, he's a monster, uh, and, and, but, but a good receiver and, and getting better every year. Uh, but, you know, it was... Um, you know, yeah, it, it, I, I, I watch my Seahawks all the time. Well, were you surprised by the result? I know the Rams always play them well, Steve, but I think a lot of people were expecting the Seahawks to kind of pick up where they left off last year and to sort of take it to the Rams. They were like a five-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. What would you see? Uh, yeah, I, I, I actually didn't think either team played exceptionally well, uh, but I did think that Matthew Stafford really came through in the fourth quarter and uh, I think the Seahawks were ahead in the third quarter, and, and he kind of ramrodded a couple of touchdowns, and they went ahead, and, and they won the game, of course. But uh, Matthew Stafford, he's, he's a very good quarterback. And, but, you know, I, I really felt like that um, the Rams were open and Stafford didn't get the ball to them, and the Seahawks were not open, and Geno Smith was trying to get the ball to them mm. and just couldn't do it. They, they, had, they had great coverage. And, um, and, and, and we didn't have particularly good coverage, but uh, fortunately uh, Matt didn't find all the receivers downfield. I think when he looks at the film uh, on Monday, last Monday, uh, he'll see a lot of open receivers running around, and, mm -hmm. and it'll be a different uh, story for him the next game. Looking around the league, Steve, we've been talking a lot about Aaron Rodgers this week. Do you think yeah. uh, at his age he has a realistic chance to come back and be the Aaron Rodgers we all know coming back from his Achilles tendon, say, next year or maybe the year after? I, I don't think he's got two years. Um, I think it's, it just, I mean, it happened to me. I played 14 years in the National Football League, and, uh, you know, my body just couldn't do the things that I, that I could do uh, when I first began in the league. And that starts catching up to you, and there's nothing you can do about it. There's no miracle drugs. There's nothing uh, that you can do about uh, the, the aging uh, quest of your body. And so I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's this year or next year, maybe even the year after, that uh, Aaron Rodgers will have to hang it up. But he'll have to. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I kind of would be – with an Achilles injury, 
Now, that's a pretty serious injury. He's, he's, they've already announced that he's out for the year. Uh, and so I, I think uh, it'll be a challenge for him uh, to come back. And not that, not saying that he couldn't come back, but it'll be a very, he'll be very challenged by that. We're talking with the Hall of Famer Steve Largent, former congressman as well. He's joining us on behalf of Southern Recipe Small Batch. You got Pork Rind Appreciation Day, which we love. They also help out with the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. We get more into that in just one more for you, Steve. I I thought this was was great, and it's right up your alley, which is uh, Joe Montana recently said that he thought Dan Marino was the best quarterback of all time. You were playing in a golden era of quarterbacks. Who was the most intimidating to face? Um, that's a good question. I, I would say uh, two that I would name. I would name Dan uh, Marino, too. I think he is one of my two quarterbacks. But the other guy, without a doubt, was a leader on the field, had a good arm, uh, knew how to you know, uh, direct his team uh, and, and put up points very easily, and that was Dan Fouts. Uh, and he was just, you know, a, a very good, uh, heady quarterback uh, playing in the league. And we had to face him twice a year because uh, we were in the AFC West at the time. But uh, you know, I always thought Dan Fouts was just uh, an incredible quarterback. Uh, Joe Montana, uh, you know, it's funny because we think of Seattle and San Francisco as division rivals. I, f- I forgot back then it was different. I mean, right. Mont- so you didn't see as much of Montana then? No, we, we would play him every year in the in the preseason. Uh, but we, unless we played him in the regular season, we didn't we didn't follow him uh, very much. But yeah, I mean Joe Montana, uh, he he was a great leader too, uh, and a guy that I really respected a lot. Steve, following uh, Steve Large at the Hall of Famer, joining us on behalf of Southern Recipe Small Batch. They're doing a pass the pigskin, which you can find more at porkrindappreciationday.com. They also help with the Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund. Why does this speak to you, Steve? Well, it's because of the Great Iron, uh, Great Iron uh, Assistance Fund, where they're actually helping guys uh, that, that have ailments that uh, you know just don't have any money left. I mean, when we played, uh, there were guys that were you know I, my my first three years in the league in seventy six, seventy seven, seventy eight, I made twenty eight thousand, thirty five thousand, and forty two thousand dollars, and that's all I made. Uh, so th- there's a lot of guys that uh, are hurting and uh, could use some help, and that's what um, uh, Coaches has decided to uh, organize this uh, Gridiron Greats uh, fund, and it's going to help some really needy guys. Again, porkrindappreciationday.com. That's where you can get some more information. You know, Steve, I just would assume that you have, you know, uh, obviously you have a relationship with Russell Wilson. I mean, after all those years in Seattle, how do you think this is going to go between him and Sean Payton together now in Denver? You know, that's a great question, and I wish I knew the answer. Uh, you know, I, I, I really like Russell. I think he's a good guy. Uh, I think he's a good quarterback. And there were just some things that happened at the end of his career uh, between him and, and uh, Coach Carroll, and I don't know what it is. I just know something changed in their relationship. And uh, he, he left to go to Denver last year. Uh, didn't a- actually handle that very well. Uh, some of that, I think, was the way he was coached. Some of it was Russell. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I hate to uh, see him end his career uh, on, on a sour note because Russell has, has really been a, a great leader for the Seahawks and is still well-loved out, out, in, the, out in the Northwest. 
Did Richard Sherman ever talk smack to you, Steve? Like, hey, I would just shut you down if I was playing in your era. <laughs> no, I, I think he thought it. But I, <laughs> he, he never he never said anything to me. Richard, Richard really was a, a good cornerback, uh, and he was on you know when the when the Seahawks were going to the Super Bowl on a pretty regular basis. Uh, he was on that team, and a big reason why they were going. Steve Largent is the Hall of Famer, the former congressman. On behalf of Southern Recipe Small Batch, again, you can find more about their Pass the Pigskin campaign at porkrindappreciationday.com. Steve, thank you so much for the time today. Hey, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Be well. Steve Largent, the Hall of Famer, former congressman. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.